that one day we may get a, a response, but that was not it. Thank you. Thank you, member. Are there any other members that would like to speak to the motion to adjourn? If there are no other members, the chair recognizes the member from constituency number 18, Pembroke West Central, Shadow Minister of Finance, Deputy Opposition Leader, Mr. E. David Gbert. You have the floor. Thank you uh, very much, Madam <clears throat> Deputy Speaker. Madam Deputy Speaker, if you would allow me, I would like to start my remarks on today's uh, motion to adjourn by referring to the Bermuda Constitution Order. And I'm going to refer to um, section 57, subsection 2 of the Bermuda Constitution Order, which says the following. And I quote, the cabinet shall be collectively responsible to the legislature for any advice given to the governor by or under the general authority of the cabinet and for all things done by or under the authority of any minister in the execution of this office. <clears throat> Madam Deputy Speaker, collective responsibility is a very important part of the parliamentary democracy. It is one of the fundamental underpinnings of parliamentary democracy that the cabinet is collectively responsible. So the actions of the minister from another place, the Minister of Home Affairs, Minister Fay, are not just the actions of Minister Fay. They are the actions of the entire government because they are made with the approval of the country's premier. They are made with the approval of the country's deputy premier. They are made with the approval of all the other cabinet ministers. They are made in their name and they bear their stamp. So, in this case, Premier Michael Dunkley, the Honorable Premier, has denied a Bermudian a chance to work in their own country. That is what we have over this past week. That comes from the Honorable Premier. The principle of collective responsibility applies. And what is interesting is that though we heard an attempted half-hearted defense, by the Honorable Junior Minister for Home Affairs, Mr. Sylvan Richards, Honorable Member, from, I want to say, maybe Hamilton South. He tried to get up and defend Minister Fain. Amazing. The only one who said anything, because I understand quite a few members of the Wombo Alliance have gone home. I guess they don't want to be there to have to get up and try to defend what is clearly the indefensible. There's no question. I mean, I almost expected the Honorable Minister, the Junior Minister of Home Affairs to get up and start singing. Oh yes, I'm the great defender. Yeah. Defending, defending what has been done. But the funny thing is, he didn't even defend. We didn't hear anything about the Bermudian who has been denied the right to work and earn a living in her own country. We heard nothing. What we heard is that he called the Minister of Home Affairs effective. He said he was one of the most effective ministers in the cabinet. Wow. So he gets up and calls him effective. Now here's the thing I would ask, Madam Deputy Speaker. What exactly is he effective in doing? 
Because what we found out last week is the Minister of Home Affairs seems to be extraordinarily proficient in overruling his technical officers and denying a Bermudian the right to work in their own country. And that is what the Honorable Junior Minister calls effective minister. Effective administration. Effective policy. That is the one Bermuda Alliance. So when members, when members of the public recall the wonderful ads that were run during the campaign of the young man, went away to school, got his education, did everything that was asked, and can't find a job in their own country, they don't need to put that young man on their next campaign ad. They need to put the woman, the lady, who was denied a right to work. Overruled, the technical officers overruled by the minister who personally contacted the lawyers of this company and for some reason thought it was okay for a, a company to lie to the Department of Immigration and say no Bermudan applications are received and still, over the objections of his office, approve the work permits. That's the person, the Honorable, the honorable uh, Minister Sean Crockwell, because I know he likes to get involved in campaigns, that's who you should put on the next ad. Make sure you remind in the next election campaign the people of that, that action. That is the One Bermuda Alliance. That is the Honorable Premier Michael Dunkley. That is what he condones and what is acceptable in his cabinet. And it is, a, I would say, that, Madam Deputy Speaker, is the farce. Because the Ombudsman is a watchdog. They are there to watch out for the interests of this country, of the people of this country. It was one of the many reforms and improvements of good governance which were put in place by the Progressive Labour Party. Many of these improvements, which we know are completely ignored by this current government, I don't need to talk about good governance. I don't need to talk about the fact that the, this government routinely ignores the Good Governance Act and does not involve the Austin Project Management Procurement, which is a statutory office, in the, in the awarding of contracts. So we know that they don't really pay much attention to good governance because they ignore the very laws that were put in place to ensure that it happens. But here is what the Ombudsman said. And if you don't mind, Madam Deputy Speaker, I would like to quote. Yes, please do. It says, and I quote, it is after much deliberation that the Ombudsman reports the following failure of the Department of Immigration and the Ministry of Home Affairs to follow the recommendation she made after investigating a complaint against the department and making findings of maladministration. The, the investigation was done and the findings were made. What typically happens is recommendations are followed upon. They're actually acted on. That is the understanding of what happens with an ombudsman. And to hear the minister in a, from another place defend the department, nobody is saying that anything was wrong with the department. They are saying that what the minister did in overruling his technical officers was the problem. That's maladministration. That is what is condoned by the Honorable Premier of this country. It is not the department. It has nothing to do with the civil service. So when the minister says, I will not let someone attack my department, no one's attacked the department. He's building a straw man to deflect from the fact that it is he and he alone with the approval of Premier Michael Dunkley that allowed this woman to be disenfranchised in her own country. 
It has nothing to do with the Department of Immigration. So we need to remember that. I go on if you allow me to quote. He go on to say, we draw the public's attention to the ministries and the department's failure to implement the ombudsman's recommendation, purposely crafted to address the unfairness to the professional in this complaint. It goes on to say, the ombudsman has no power to compel a department to implement our recommendations. This does not mean the department, the ministry, and other authorities are free to dismiss recommendations they do not like. Accepted principles and legal authority dictate that ombudsman recommendations are expected to be implemented. This is an integral part of the constitutional oversight of the civil service that an independent ombudsman was established by the legislature to carry out. This explains why, when an authority fails to adequately implement our recommendations, we are empowered to reveal this failure to the legislature and the public and further why we've included it in their annual report. That is the reason why it was put in place, Madam Deputy Speaker. That is the reason why it was included in the annual report. Because after an investigation, and after maladministration was found, recommendations were made and were not adhered to, ignored. And the minister, using his authority, which he has, completely went against established standing immigration policy and allowed a company to lie to the minister. And then what happened? They went ahead and got the work permit. That's what happened. Who came up on the short end? The Bermudian. But what was said in response? to the ombudsman, the watchdog, the person who stands up for the Bermudians in this situation. What was said by Premier Michael Dunkley was the recommendations that were most rightly rejected. This government feels that they were right to tell this Bermudian that she does not have a right to work in her own country. Most rightly rejected. It goes on to say, I find it most unfortunate and extremely unprofessional that the ombudsman has not accepted that Al administration occurred within her office. My gosh, Madam Deputy Speaker. To imagine that a government, that the Honorable Premier would endorse such language to say, Oh no, you, Miss Ombudsman, you are the one who's engaged in maladministration. And the fact is that this wasn't even directed to the Khan Ombudsman because all these investigations took place before the Khan Ombudsman was there. And no one in their right mind would say that the former Ombudsman had any type of political leanings in what way, especially not to this side. So the fact is that they are attacking the very person of whom, one point in time, they defended because they did not like what she said. But the fact is, watchdogs are put there not because we like them, they are there to make sure that fairness is held up. And what went on to say, in short, the report is a farce. And for the ombudsman to portray anything other than that is false and misleading. That is the language that the Honorable Premier allows from his cabinet towards an independent watchdog. Time. 
That is what the standard of governance is in this country when it comes to the offices which are supposed to protect and defend and make sure that the people get fair treatment in this society. I will again repeat, if I may, Madam Deputy Speaker, Section 57.2 of the Reuter Constitution Order. Please proceed. Which states, the cabinet shall be collectively responsible to the legislature for any advice given to the governor by or under the general authority of the cabinet and for all things done under the authority of any minister in the execution of this office. This is not Minister Fay. This is Premier Michael Dunkley. This are the ministers of the OBA government. This is the standard of governance of which they stand for. This is the type of Bermuda of which they would wish Bermudians to live in. That is what we have inside of this country. And Madam Deputy Speaker, no minister speaks about, speaks like that about an independent statutory watchdog unless he has the specific approval of his premier. And so what we heard from Minister Fay in content, in delivery, in condescension is in fact the premier's very own voice and the voice of the One Bermuda Alliance and its cabinet. And no one in Bermuda should forget that point, Madam Deputy Speaker. Yes, because no minister speaks in such definitive and denigrating and strident terms unless he has run those words by the Honorable Premier. And I promise you that the Honorable Premier saw that statement before it went. And he said, go ahead and give it. So that means he, the Honorable Premier, is just, is just, as guilty as the honorable minister inside of those actions. That is the way that parliamentary democracy works. That is the way that collective responsibility works. So when the Minister of Home Affairs refers to a report of this country's ombudsman as a farce, that's not just him. That is the honorable premier, Michael Dunkley. And so what I would contend, Madam Deputy Speaker, is that Minister Fay is Mr. Hyde, to Premier Dunkley's Dr. Jekyll. That's, right. That's what it is. And so the smokescreen from the Honorable Premier of, you know, concern for Bermudians, the wonderful photo ops and shaking hands, posing with children, the wonderful showmanship. That's all it is. Showmanship. Because at his core, the, at the core of this government and the core of this Honorable Premier, he supports the actions of Minister Fay. And if he did not support the actions of Minister Fay, Minister Fay would not be a minister. And so that is what we are left. So I honestly believe that the honorable minister who sits in another place needs a new name. We need to call him Mr. Unaccountable. Because he does what he likes. And it seems that even the honorable premier is powerless to stop him from counting on the rights of Bermudians in this country. That is what it is. Like the hurricane that bore his name, Hurricane Faye, that came through this country. This minister leaves discontent, mistrust, and anger. And what does the One Bermuda Alliance sing? With them, they sing another song, Madam Deputy Speaker. And you know what that song is? Stand by your man. That's what it is. Stay as I am. Because the fact of the matter is that the same minister who is the architect of the stench of Landau and the stench of Jetgate and money for favors 
is still in the cabinet, and the Honorable Premier sings, Stand by your man. The same minister that is the architect of the failed waterfront land grab, which has exposed the government to a settlement which will exceed millions of dollars, and the Premier still sings, Stand by your man. This is the minister who single-handedly pushed through reforms to immigration which are meant to consolidate the Wampanoag Alliance's grip on power. And of course to that, we all know what the Honorable Premier will sing, Stand by your man. So, when it comes to immigration policy, we know how the Honorable Minister feels. Because the Honorable Minister's immigration policy seems to be determined first what is best for the foreigner. And when he rules against Bermudians, what does the Honorable Premier say? Stand by your man. So, at every turn, this minister has inflicted damage. He has cost the country countless amounts of money. And guess what, Mr. Chairman? He does not fear for his position. And you know why he doesn't fear for his position, Mr. Mr. Acting Speaker? Because he is the One Bermuda Alliance. Yeah. Minister Fay is Premier Michael Dunkley. Yeah. That is what it is. Because I will again implore the people of this country, do not be deceived by the photo ops, the hospital visits, the phone calls of sympathy. Because when, if you want to hear the real voice of Premier Michael Dunkley, just listen to the voice of Minister Michael Fay. That is, that is the core of the One Bermuda Alliance. So the people of this country, acting speaker, are left with two options. They can only be two possible options. The first is that the Honorable Premier is as nasty as Minister Fay because he allows him to get away with what he gets away with. That's the first option. Point of order, Madam Deputy Speaker. I don't remember. Uh, order, I don't Madam Acting Speaker, that is not parliamentary language to refer to a minister as nasty. I, I, I think I'll remember. Phrase. I have no issue yes. phrasing. The first option is the Premier embraces the anti bermudian policies of the minister, his very minister, because he's able to get away with what he likes. The second and only other option must be is that the Honorable Premier is weak because he is powerless to stop his very own minister from disrespecting the Bermudians of which he claims to serve. And here's the thing, Mr. Acting Speaker, both of those options are unacceptable because neither is what this country needs. We do not need anti-Bermudian government and premier, and we do not need a weak premier. But that is what we have. Anti-Bermudian policies endorsed from the very top an unaccountable Minister of Home Affairs who cares not for Bermudians and has no problem overruling technical officers in favor of an employer who was found to lie to the government. The truth is, Mr. Acting Speaker, the act of putting this Bermudian in question, second in her own country, who did everything that she was supposed to do in order to get to where she needed to be, is supported by the Honorable Premier. It is condoned by the Honorable Premier. And this lady, who was denied the right to work in her own country, was denied by none other than first amongst equals. And that is 
Honorable Premier Michael Dunkley. Thank you, Acting Speaker. Thank you, Honorable Member. The Chair would now 